Josh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Welcome back to the Nosh Podcast presents Let's Be Friends. I'm Sarah. I'm Natasha. And I'm Chelsea. And we are waiting on your friendship stories to make this podcast happen. We have a new section, as you may have heard, called Friendship Yoris, which is your friendship stories. And we want to hear about your best friend. You can just email us a list of qualities about your best friend. Email us a list of qualities about your best enemy. Uh, tell us about a time that you went to a music festival. Tell us about a time that you went to the mall for eight hours with your friend. Tell us about a time when you met a couple guys when you were smoking cigarettes outside of Starbucks. And then one of your friends dated one of them for a long time. And he was not that nice. Tell us really anything. We want to hear your stories about friendship, your friendship, yours. You can email that, them to us at the at gmail.com. You can DM us at the Nosh Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can send us a pigeon, send us an owl. We are here for all of that. And speaking of pigeons and owls, not really pigeons, but I was just conjuring the image of Harry Potter and what amazing friendships were in that book. (laughs) (laughs) Having nothing to do with any friendships. (laughs) Totally. That was a really beautiful um, just way to just like call for friendship yours, Sarah. I loved it. Thanks. I felt it. Uh, we also really, really, really would love you to review our podcast. We like um, five stars. We're very picky and a nice little note. And we actually have a review today that Chelsea is going to read. Chelsea, take it away. Well, this review comes from Julie. It is for five stars, of course. And the title says, great rapport, exclamation point. And the body of it says, loving the new friendship podcast. Thank you so much, Julie. Um, And thank you to everyone who's written a review so far. Thank you so much. So how are you guys doing? Are you enjoying? Are you enjoying... um, breathing, being alive, experiencing, having skin, hair, eating, sleeping, like all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're all rolling on Molly right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about every element of life. Oh, I can't believe I have skin. It feels so good. <laughs> I was with you with like skin and then hair and then you kind of kept going and I got overwhelmed. So yeah, yeah. that's how I feel all the time. I'll just start with skin and hair and like work with those. <laughs> or but we could start with friendships, I guess. If like, does anyone, did anyone have any friend, did anyone have experience friendship this week? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it's just not going in the direction that I thought it would because I wanted to talk about how I've been deleting photos off of my phone. Oh, I mean, that's a form of friendship, isn't it? Yes, actually, yeah, lots of memories I've been reviewing, but I wanted to ask you guys what your what is what are the top three things that you have the most photos of in your phone? Mine I've found are um, sunsets, okay. uh, Barry, and not even and you know I have a lot of pictures of Ben. 
Okay, that makes sense. That's yeah. all. Normal. So many sunsets. So many pictures of Barry. I don't think I can take any more pictures of Barry because every time it happens, every time something happens, I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. I need to capture it. And then if you were to collect all of those together and watch them in a loop, you wouldn't know that they were different days or different moments, even. They're all the same. They're all the same. But he has had various lengths of hair, and that's kind of fun to explore. But I deleted over a thousand pictures from my wow. phone. Um, because I wanted to do a backup and I had 200 gigabytes available. I, I've been purchasing storage, which is tragic, but uh, uh, 197 gigabytes were used for photos on my phone. So I was wow. like, okay, this is not okay. Wow, that's brave of you to delete all of them. Yeah, I mean, there are just so many repeats. Oh, yeah, improv photos. So many improv photos of shows that I don't remember anymore. <laughs> I'm never going to take an improv photo ever again. Was that fun or to see or no? It, yeah, it was fun to see. Um, but so many Thunderbolt photos. <laughs> so many Thunderbolt photos. And, like, I just was so amazed. Yeah, for the like, listeners, um, if everybody remembers David, the photo motivational speaker, he's also in a group called Thunderbulge, which is kind of like a combination of, um, what's that thing called? Chippendale, not Chippendales. Is it Chippendales? Yeah. Or like Thunder from Don Under, like a like an all-male review plus comedy. Mm-hmm. And um, so you have a lot of naked pictures of David, not naked, but pictures of David in tiny underwear with, lo- with other men. Other but I just men, wanted to yeah. put it in context that, for our listeners that, you you know one of these people that she's talking about. I would say my top three pictures are probably screenshots of when I'm supposed to swim in the pool, um, pick clothes I want to buy, and pictures of food. I just did a quick scroll, and mine are uh, screenshots of things I want to buy, <laughs> screenshots of other people's stories that they talk about things that I want to remember later, like they read a book or a movie or something and stuff I'm trying to get rid of that I like am taking a picture of (laughs) to uh, like give it away or whatever. Pretty fun, pretty fun life I am living. Yeah. My skin. Uh, Sarah, how is your fun life? What's something, did you want to share anything about what's going on with your life? actually do. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, yesterday I, so I'm in Orange County visiting my mom and also Sasha, who you might remember from like episode two or something. Um, we went for a walk with her dog. And so I like, it takes me a long time to bond with dogs. I feel like I like dog, like they're okay, but I don't like love dogs, you know, but and she's had this dog for like a long time and we've never really bonded, but this time we really bonded. And the dog was like cuddling with me and it would like sit next to me. And wait, I think I have to preface by saying when I first got to her house, the dog like looked at me and I came in and the dog like freaked out and was just like running like on the couch and like so nervous and shaking. And um, so we really came a, far, a long way yesterday from her being terrified that I was coming into her house to being best friends, I would say. Um, and so, and Afrin, who is Sasha's husband is a chef Mm -hmm. and he 
like he was like hey okay what do you guys want to do do you want like just a snack or whatever and I was like yeah sure like let's have he's like I have tomatoes and onions and he he's like okay I'll make like tomatoes and onions and like oil and I was like okay fine like whatever <laughs> all right and then we sit down and we're like talking Afrin's just like in the kitchen cooking like doesn't want to talk to us and then he brings out after 30 minutes like a beautiful plate of like perfectly um cooked like potatoes with like some sauces some beautiful uh tomatoes and onions with like some spices in some oil on a plate um meatballs <laughs> that he cooked they're like beautiful and uh, oh. uh something else I forgot and then he made us cotton candy out of like real sugar like none of that fake stuff that's like in normal cotton candy it was like rose saffron cotton candy it was wild wow incredible wild journey i am dying for him to open a restaurant his instagram is at afrand right yeah a-f-r-a-n-d all of our listeners have to follow him because his pictures are like Bon Appetit magazines like and he does like really interesting things with Persian food and Afrin please come here and be my personal chef it's like truly incredible truly what about you Chelsea how are you doing well I noticed that nobody wished me a happy sex anniversary. oh today what? is the <laughs> year anniversary of the last time I had sex Oh, oh okay. God. Got it. <laughs> I knew today was special. Wait, but what do you think? <laughs> but so what did you think when I said sex anniversary? You were like, I don't know what that means. I mean, I thought it, it was the last struggled time you had sex. Under, <laughs> I just struggled to understand if you had actually recently had sex. Right, right. Maybe you had it again. No, and no. It was like, the t- you. it was the end, but it's still Not this in-, in it. We're still in it. This is this is the one year date. And the reason I know that is because I texted the person that I had sex with. Happy Pi Day. And I said happy sex anniversary. Oh. Um like I'm like, I know this is random because I feel like I don't ever talk to him. Like I, I have I maybe talked to him like once or twice this past year. He's a lovely gentleman who most of my friends don't really like. Um <laughs> and he was like, Oh, that's so funny because I actually thought I actually texted him yesterday and I was like, Happy sex anniversary. And he's like, actually, I think it's tomorrow. And also I feel like it should be Anna's Anna's sexery. Okay, the fact that you guys both remember the date, <laughs> unless it's somehow related to the fact that it's Pi Day today, 314 oh, is no. insane. I think I just remembered it because last year this date was or I mean I didn't remember excuse me I didn't remember the exact date but I remembered that it was coming up soon and he had invited me to go out to a bar he came he came basically like he lived somewhere else and he drove here to sleep over basically and he had said like let's go out to this bar at first and I was like you know what no like I, I took like a 10 mile hike, like the, the day previous and then my body's like sore and I'm tired. Like just, you go out to the bar by yourself and I'll just like wait here and like, you can come afterwards, which is like totally insane now because that was literally the last chance that I had to be in a bar 
Like literally the next oh. day, everything shut down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, wow. it was it was the last chance for a lot of things. So don't yeah. worry about it. Especially sex too. I mean, there have yeah. been no other chances for that. And I yeah, I like that we both kind of remembered. Um, and I just want to quickly get your opinions. Do you guys think it should be sex anniversary or anisexary? He thinks it should be anisexary because Annie connotes one year. But I think sex anniversary sounds cooler. Yeah. And a sexery sounds like a medical term that I don't like. <laughs> That's usually yeah, right. Though though Anna is the part that is the year, versary is universally accepted as yeah. the the more important part of the word. So right. yeah, I think sex aversary. I was gonna say that I literally don't recall the last time I had sex. It was so mm-hmm. long ago I cannot recall it. Sarah's the virgin again. She yeah. grew back her cherry. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember the last time you had sex, Sarah. <laughs> oh, I don't know what time it was temporarily, yeah. but I think I remember who. I think was it like 20? We don't have to talk about. <laughs> <that right now. laughs> you guys, why don't we welcome our guest for the day? <laughs> we have a wonderful guest who. I'm going to just say is really all of our friends, but we'll give her to Natasha uh, for this. We'll give her to Natasha. Christine, welcome to our podcast. Hi, guys. This is really exciting. <laughs> Do you remember the last time you had sex? Oh, just- <laughs> <laughs> Natasha's face just dropped. Natasha was horrified. <laughs> Why would you ask my friend that? I just thought you were going to say, do you remember the last time you were on the podcast? <laughs> Which, Which was been. also a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, <true>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real Nosh heads know Christine's been here. She's been with us. Um, <laughs> really I love dying. real Nosh heads. Yeah, real Nosh heads know. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tr- Christine is a wonderful friend and we're so glad to have her on the pod today. Totally. So we said, Sarah said, like, you're all of our friends, which that's deeply how we feel. But the way that we know you is through Natasha. So we love to talk about like origin stories. Like, so do you remember the first time you laid eyes on Natasha and what went through your mind? And how did you guys meet? Okay, so I, I think that the first time that I know that it was Natasha was in LA like on that Santa Monica like the top the green part the grass above the ocean Mm -hmm. and I think you were like with Aaliyah and Savannah and I were trying to go meet up with you Mm -hmm. and I had just really failed at parallel parking a car like my parents car that I had borrowed Mm -hmm. and like all these construction workers were like watching me fail to park <laughs> and like someone came over to like say like oh do you need help and like oh all God. this stuff and then we got there super late and then like you and Aaliyah were just like having a like nice picnic <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was this is like the first time that I remember I might have met you like when visiting Aaliyah in co-op life but I don't know because there were too many people that I was meeting <laughs> all the time <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I honestly don't remember what you just described, though I'm sure it, it was happens. very brief. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I remember meeting you when I worked at the Getty and you came oh. to visit and you were living in Orange County 
at the time, but you must have been visiting for a weekend or something. And you guys came and visited the Getty and I got you probably free tickets. Um, and we had lunch or something. And I, I feel like that was the first time I met you. And it was clearly before we lived together. I forgot about that, but that yeah. was like a really lovely day. Yeah. And we thought it was so cool that we could just like go to the Getty without having to like pay the things and yeah. make reservations and stuff. Yeah. I remember thinking you were so cool and, and fun. And I was like, oh, I'm really, I really like that Christine girl. She's so cool. I wish I could like, it's too bad she lives in Orange County. I wish we could hang out. Because it's so far away, a yeah. whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> feels like not the other end of the universe. It does feel that way, though. <laughs> so you came to Natasha via Aaliyah, which our listeners will remember is a former guest. Yes. Um, so where did you meet Aaliyah? So I went to UCLA, and on my freshman floor was Savannah Levine, who is Aaliyah's twin sister. We're, she was like one of my best friends from college. And so I knew Aaliyah because she would come to visit and like, so on and I would take road trips up to the bay and like stay with Aaliyah um, in like the co-op times that I know have been discussed on the pod as well. <laughs> yes, our listeners have had the full breakdown of what a co-op is and what it's like to live there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's how I know Aaliyah and then that's how I know Natasha. So it's like, when we all moved in together, it was like two best friends and two best friends connected by these twins. <laughs> oh God. Wait, so Savannah lived with you guys too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was our Cute. original group. It was like, it was a dream team. Are they identical twin sisters? No. Oh, okay. They look like they're sisters, but they don't look like they're twins. So cute. In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. They and look so like cute. their parents. So you yes. got to fulfill that dream of getting to spend more time with Christine. I did. Yeah, it was perfect because when I worked at the Getty, I was living with my parents and I wanted to live somewhere else, but I didn't feel like I knew the next step. I don't, and I feel like the the magic of us all moving in together, it happened really, really fast. I was like, oh yeah, I think that sounds great. Let's do it. And then very shortly after... Leah's like, we found an apartment. It looks pretty good. Like, I think she, I didn't even see it. She just sent me photos and I was like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I told my parents, hey, I'm moving out. I'm moving in with Aaliyah and two other, and her sister and her sister's friend. Um, and yeah, it was, that was the best. It was so, it was really just the process of finding the apartment was awesome because it was so fast, <laughs> which doesn't happen normally. Yeah. That's a good apartment too. Yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. What you're describing, Natasha, I feel like it was exactly the same for me because I was also yeah. living with my parents and like you just get this call from the line. So they're like, so we have this plan for your life, like opt in. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been really special because you were in college and you had that freedom and then you went back to living with your parents. Mm-hmm. It probably felt like a new special kind of hell. And then mm-hmm. you got to be free from that hell. And so it was really cool. Amazing. It's really strange listening to this because I guess I like in my head, you guys are like friends from before me, which you technically sort of are uh, in terms of like knowing each other and your history. But it's so weird because I remember that like so vividly (laughs) when you, (laughs) Natasha, when you like moved out of your parents 
house because yeah. I know how like horrible it was. For you to it must have been really like your parents there. probably did not take it well. I'm assuming. There's like okay, and I don't know. I think they just asked me like a million questions. So I was, I just said I'm, I'm doing it. It's fine. Yeah, and it was like us. so special. And then it was like so fun to come over and like meet all of your like old friends. But yeah. I guess Christine wasn't really your old friend. Secretly new friend. Your new friend. <laughs> Do you have any like specific memories of like good times in that apartment? Like anything that really stands out? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is so many. We did a lot of like cute stuff because Natasha and Lilia had run a co-op like several. And so we had like a chore wheel and we had like weekly dinners where like each person would take a different, like we like make something special for everyone. And yeah, I feel like we had a lot of like nice little rituals that we did all the time. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah. And for the longest time we didn't have a TV. Yeah. So it was truly we were just hanging and that didn't seem weird. We were just like I mean, we just didn't have a TV. All of us watched TV on our, our laptops and we would watch mm-hmm. movies together from our laptop on the t- on the dining room table or on the uh the coffee table and we would just curl in and or Get in, get in one bed and watch a movie together. Yeah, we also didn't have a dining room table for a while. There's That's like so true. many pictures of us. You're talking about like pictures of things yeah. for a while there. It was just like us in this like tiny card table that was very old and like would like wobble a lot if you had like a heavy plate, for example, on one side. <laughs> that's so funny because actually that the dining table that you ended up getting or I don't know if you had multiple but is where this podcast began yes that's a great table where's that table now oh don't know on the street torn up I hope it's with a new home Natasha come on now (laughs) maybe yeah I remember when before we had the table and it was like okay we need to get a table (laughs) yeah it was like like a mission. mission yeah like Aaliyah get the table and then all right did you find the table or did Aaliyah find the table I don't remember which one of us like had the Craigslist connect but Aaliyah and I went in went. the in the van that uh-huh. she borrowed from her parents to like go pick it up in Santa Monica from this like cute family and they were just like wow they're so cute <laughs> like they're such a family <laughs> they just like had a young like child and we're like whoa like they're just hip and cool like maybe someday <laughs> we'll also be hip and cool but meanwhile we get their table for ten dollars <laughs> ten dollars yeah. what a steal mm-hmm. we yeah. felt that way that, yeah our apartment was so hodgepodge mm-hmm. classic just post-college slash post-college apartment where you're like oh I, I saw this bookshelf like on the street so let's grab it and then score <laughs> like we could put our random books on it in like the entryway or oh this other table so now we can finally put our, the microwave on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah that chair was Aaliyah and Savannah's like grandpa's chair mm-hmm. and I brought a like rug and the couch we had was also Aaliyah and Savannah's grandparents and then at some point I was like this couch is uncomfortable (laughs) I need to get a different couch and that was also like uh someone from the theater I like bought it from them for like 60 bucks so wow yeah I remember like just in the home decor category like you and I you were really good at like hanging up 
pictures and like measuring and like making sure they were actually straight which is like I would normally be like well we'll just like see what happens and I remember one day spending like I don't know like 45 minutes with you and we were just like putting up those ones in our living room that were there forever yeah and like they looked so perfect and I remember just feeling so proud and just like yeah okay it's worth it to like measure things (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are pictures that you took on your Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. It was, yeah, it was a really lovely apartment, very nice, like communal vibe going. It was really and then so cute. The big fig. It also had a name. What like disrupted that? <laughs> Why <laughs> all together still? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's a really good question. But I Natasha, did you say your first impressions of Christine? Oh I did. I did. I said I thought she was lovely and friendly oh lovely I was for some reason I was just like expecting more of like a a story that you like created about her or something like before you met (laughs) no I didn't I think it's because you think that we had this long yeah it's just my own my own problem do you do you guys when did you guys like become like it sounds like all of you like got along really well but like right away but was there moments where like you guys first like really bonded or and maybe this actually goes along with Chelsea, your question of like, why isn't it like that anymore? Like, why don't you look like that forever? Like it sounds separate. perfect. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't know if it was like certain people moving out brought you guys closer or anything like that, yeah. but so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had very like several different iterations of the core four of like okay. people moving out and then moving back in. So I don't actually, was Aaliyah the first one to leave or was it you? It, it, it might've been me, but like just for that six Some. months when I was on the RV and then yes. I think I came back and then she left to go to like Switzerland or China, China. one of those two. <laughs> and, but, but those were still like sublets and we came back afterwards and we had a series of like replacement roommates that were temporary (laughs) um and then yeah I I don't even I don't even know if this would be true because I I feel like it would be so long in because we lived there for like or I live yeah like three or four (laughs) years um but there was a, a, a a pretty solid period where it was me and Christine and we had one other roommate and I want, I want to say that's probably when we like got closer, but that just feels like so late in the game. <laughs> that yeah. I don't want to say that that's true, but it probably is like the, the, the time that we really got closer. Yeah. I would agree. I think we were, we were close before, but we also had like other very close people living with us but then when that part when those folks weren't there then you were like the main go-to because you were just there when I came home every day yeah I love living with you it was so fun and I would if anything was different I would totally live with you again I feel like we had a really nice totally agree simpatico kind of thing going on we just really meshed very well and that's really hard to find Natasha I love that you brought your like skills your like project manager skills from the co-op to <laughs> situation I, I feel like I didn't think of it that way but you're so right <laughs> that that's exactly we we're like okay we're gonna do like rotations and that's how you run a house mm-hmm. like that's how you get things done 
and that's the only way this will work. And the cooking for everyone thing was like pretty funny that we did that. But we all like to cook and and yeah, ways, so it made, it made sense. And I feel like I learned a lot about cooking from you, Natasha. Oh, I I don't know if I've told you this lately, but every time I make an egg. When I, (laughs) Natasha, okay, listeners, this is a very important life tip that will change everything. Mm -hmm. But if you are making a fried egg and you put a lid on it, it will just cook perfectly and you never have to flip it and it will always be perfect. And I learned that from Natasha. So I literally think about you several times a week making breakfast. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. You taught us that too, Natasha. (laughs) That's a really good tip that I did learn from a friend in the co-op. So just passing on that knowledge. Yeah. Every time I think about eating a Trader Joe's chicken taquito, (laughs) I think of Christine, um, making a bagel of cream cheese just in the, in the home is very like Christine, um, freezing a cheesecake and then you'll have it forever (laughs) and you can have like a slice whenever you want to. That's also a Christine, just lots of Trader Joe's based, um, memories, I would say. (laughs) Christine, I feel like we have the same taste in food, I think. (laughs) You just named like all my favorite food. It reminded me that I should get another cheesecake to freeze, Natasha. And also, I think it's worth noting that our, like, because of the Trader Joe's connection, we had a very rare thing in that at that apartment, we could walk like less than 10 minutes and walk to a Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. So like avoiding the like traffic and like parking and all of that stuff and that was like really lovely and I feel like we knew all the people there and I remember like shopping for our housewarming party <laughs> and like just like having like tons like so much wine and just dragging it home in, in a little yeah. cart she had like a little it was a cool like cart a, oh nice well I also um I think Christine you're you're one of my friends that I feel like you're the probably one of the friendliest people that I'm friends with like um, my perception of you is that you just love you love people you love connecting with people and you can make a friend out of nearly anyone it's very rare for you to dislike someone so when you do it's like whoa that person is no good like (laughs) even Christine can like see the good in them Um, but what is from that, like what, how, what's your just like worldview on friendship and connecting with people? You're right. I do really love connecting with people. And I think most of that is like, just knowing that there's so many different perspectives in the world and like wanting to, to learn about all of them. And the best way to do that is to just like talk to people about that and get to know people and like every story that anyone will ever tell all these layers and like you learn so much more over time and come to deeper understandings of of each other and hopefully like learn stuff that helps broaden your perspectives on the world and so yeah I always try to find something to learn from other people um which is, yeah, which is why sometimes, even with people that I'm not friends with, which isn't very many, um, yeah, you, you learn something from that too. True. Um, can you also 
You mentioned being on the RV. I feel like that's a really <laughs> special thing that you experienced. Can you just talk about that a bit more? Yeah, that was a time. <laughs> um, basically, there's this like production company that they do a, a documentary series about like people who love their jobs and they to like help young people with career exploration and stuff. And so um, they've been doing that for like 15 years and had all this like archive of interviews with people about like how they got to where they are now. And so what I did on an RV was go to visit high schools, mostly like alternative education schools or continuing education schools and talk about, like get them excited to do this career exploration curriculum that was based around these interviews. So yeah, I was on this like giant green RV that we lived on for like six months. And that's why I left the fig for a little while. And um, yeah, there was like me and three other people and we just like would maybe find a spot in a Walmart parking lot or like in a neighborhood. Um, we had to drive it. We did like this giant loop across the country. Um, and just like met a lot of people, talked to a lot of students. Um, yeah, it was really always interesting going into schools and like immediately kind of sensing different vibes too, because they're like, oh, like students seem really supported here. Or, oh, like students really seem to be treated without any respect here. Um, and of course, like getting to know the other people that were on that RV, like yeah. in a very unique way. <laughs> when you're just so like, you were, these were basically like your coworkers that you lived with on an RV. Right. Mm-hmm. such an unusual situation yeah did you have to do challenges like on the road rules as well I don't I've physical never challenges it. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like the real world but they are in, a, in an RV and they have to do like physical challenges what was the goal was there a winner I don't um know. I never watched the challenge you. but I know what you're talking about Christine is also one of those people that did not grow up on tv <laughs> okay fair enough, yep. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what was that like I'd love to hear more about like y- how you got to know or what it was like to get to know those like coworkers, basically that you were because it was three other people you said right so it's four mm-hmm. of you in very close quarters mm-hmm. traveling across the country together so what yeah. was that like um well we learned a lot you really see like anytime you travel with people I feel like you're going to be in stressful situations whether that's like finding a parking spot for a 38 foot vehicle or like you know figuring out how to dump the like wastewater and like where how to do that and just like all this stuff and I feel like so you really see people in like moments of stress and you also see people in just like totally new environments that they've never been in. And everyone's like isolated from their normal networks too. Cause like, you don't, I mean, you're not, you're away from your family and your friends and like, you're just yourself, but without all of the normal like web around you. Yeah. Um, and so that is kind of different from like, almost like imagine like summer camp friendships. It's sort of like that where it's just like, so fast because anyone, you're just there all the time <laughs> did anyone fall in love <laughs> I did end up dating one of the dudes who is also on the bus but not until later oh my gosh yeah did you That's like him while you were on the bus <laughs> yeah but I was like 
we can't like that would be so weird like you're just like then you have to be in close court like I was like that's way too complicated you're smart but I also (laughs) I also talk in my sleep and so I was really scared that I would say something (laughs) (laughs) you're like guys brad and i are dating yeah. <laughs> well, but, but we were i thought i would just like say something that's like yeah that would like give away that of how i felt but i love brad <laughs> brad i love you brad, brad brad thank you for taking out the wastewater for me yesterday <laughs> i want to marry you brad oh i do I mean, not, not that yeah but um <laughs> Things didn't work out with Brad and that's okay. Yeah, it is good. Um. (laughs) So as you were going across the country, you also met new people. I mean, Mm -hmm. you were, that was a huge part of the job. Yeah. Were there any kind of interesting things that happened there or like, did you make any lifelong friends from that? (laughs) Um, no, but I just, because like we were never in any one place for very long. So you might like, be in the place for like a few days and maybe that's enough time to have one coffee shop that you want to go to and it like feels like you're like home base for like a few days um so not so much like or yeah or like you're going out and you meet people and you like see them maybe one more time or like the next time that you look back around into that city um but yeah not any like lifelong friendships from that I do remember, this is just kind of a funny one. We went to lunch with one of these teachers that was in Reno. And I remember it becoming the next, like San Francisco, like the next big area, because we're like, everyone's getting priced out, like all the artists, like they're going to come here. It's going to be, it's going to be Reno. Like we have this underground art scene and it's only growing. And it is really close to where Burning Man happens. Like that's the nearest big city. Mm-hmm. But I think, um, I think it, will probably not be quite the same. <laughs> there was that one Queer Eye episode where that guy wanted to move to Reno because he wanted to be near Burning Man. Yes, and then oh, he decided really? not to. Dating cause... his lifelong friend. Yeah. I hope they're still together. They do have a really nice thing going yeah. on. Write to us if you're still together. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> wow. Um, I wanted to ask, Christine, like, since you're... I mean, you moved to DC. That's basically how the the big fig, at least the version with you and I in it. Yeah. Um, that's how that crumbled, as uh, Chelsea put it. <laughs> but um, I feel like that was such a big decision for you. Like you're such a California girl. How do you feel about that in retrospect? I mean, you're probably mm. planning to go back to DC when the pandemic is over, but. I don't um, really know what I'm planning to do. Okay, cool. Secret. <laughs> but <laughs> reflecting on that, how did you feel or how, yeah, how do you feel now and how did you feel then? Yeah, that was, that was, that was a big thing to decide. And in retrospect, it happened like really fast. And, um, and I think one of the reasons I was like so ready to leave is like I had a really long commute to my job at the yes. time. Mm-hmm. And so like I was spending like two hours, like at least two or three days a week 
like just going just on the 405 Mm -hmm. and I would I would like arrive home and like just be so dead and Natasha would have like British Bake Off on and I'd be like (laughs) okay good we can do this and feel happier (laughs) but that was such a big like like heavy thing I feel like I was just wanted that part to be so different and I just like didn't want to be in a car and I just like was yeah um needed some sort of more movement in in life at that point I guess Mm -hmm. um but I don't know it's I I got a job offer and then like literally two weeks later three weeks later maybe I was like on a plane fastest like hiring (laughs) process from a DC job in history I mean it's not a government job but (laughs) but yeah it was it was really fast and um yeah, that was wild. Just like having to fit, find a new place to live that I knew wouldn't be like as like loving as the fig, right? Like how can, you know, when I mean, you're just like in such a place of comfort. But yeah, I don't know. I, I had really low expectations for DC when I moved there because like, I was like, well, you know, it's a swamp. I don't know. Like Trump is there. Will that make it a huge target for like more terrorist attacks I just like had a lot of thoughts about that at the time too and because my job is like like less than half a mile from the White House too so just like this seems like an ominous time to be moving to this city um but I was really surprised like I guess it's kind of true anywhere you go like you find what you're looking for right or if you look for stuff you'll find it and so I feel like you know, kind of like a good community there too. Yeah. DC though, like it's mm-hmm. so transient. So friends have also like left, and um, I was really lucky to have one of my best friends from college, other one Maggie, who's living there already. So that if you had like one solid person, that always helps mm-hmm. when you're moving to a new place. So true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've been I've been thinking yeah. about that a lot lately, Natasha, because yeah. I'm trying to decide where I want to be next. Yeah a totally different landscape. I was yeah. around the same age that you were when you moved to DC, DC when I moved to California from DC. Mm. And it is like a crazy, I mean, first of all, those places are so different. Yeah. So just kind of, I remember, and this, this is like really funny to me now because I just walked into Vons and I saw the thing. I'm like, this was the thing I was talking about. <laughs> I was asking everyone, where can I find a can of curry? <laughs> and people will be like, what do you mean a can of curry? I'm like, I want like a can, I want to, or like a jar, like a jar of curry. I want to buy like some kind of like Indian food product that's pre-packaged. And people will be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And now if you go to Vons in the like Asian food section, there's a jar of curry. And I'm like, that's what I want. But yeah, there's like these kinds of, I mean, cultural changes not that I'm Indian or anything (laughs) I came from a place that had regularly available jars of curry um so there's like weird culture shocks and culture differences um Mm -hmm. and just the fact that you're you know an adult like it's harder to make friends so what I mean did you do specific things to try to make friends or did you make friends with kind of people that you worked with or like what was your friend's strategy Yeah, great question. And I feel like I got lucky too, because I ended up becoming friends with like friends of friends who had also moved there at the same time. 
And so like, I think that's one of the things that's really cool about DC is that because like, at least when you're on the beginning side of it, like because of the transients and how people move there for jobs and away for jobs, there's like always someone who's like looking for their new best friend in a way that I haven't experienced in LA. And maybe that's just because I wasn't looking for my new best friends when I was there, but um, I thought that was like really cool. And I definitely like met a lot of friends through work and then some friends who like also went to UCLA, but I never knew them, but they were in DC. And so people would be like, Hey, you should look up this person. Um, and also like definitely remember like many moments of like, you're talking to someone and you're just trying to like, you know, do they, can I do an activity with them? And you're like feeling it out a little bit. You're like, Oh, like, yeah, I really like camping. Like I really like to be like sleep outside. And some people are like, Oh no, I would never. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you see, it's also a very like activity heavy town. Yeah. That's when I lived true. there, I was on a kickball team. <laughs> like so many <laughs> which is actually like pretty fun I mean it's very like drinking fo- focused but it's also like cool to kind of do an activity and then go to the bar afterwards <laughs> yeah go that way yeah I was always kind of scared of kickball like as a child and now so I didn't participate but I did make a lot of friends um kind of in the rock climbing community mm-hmm. out there and I just had like found one person who was like interested in learning about it and so then we went and like learned because I had been like a couple times but I wasn't very like knowledgeable or comfortable like leading stuff on my own and so that was we were like kind of learning together and then like we met a bunch of people through that and then you know you go on like climbing trips together and like meet more it's like very fluid and this everyone's really friendly I, I'm, I'm so jealous of the climbing community I follow Alex Honnold free solo <laughs> and I'm just always like watching him and his friends and like his wife is super into it and is like an amazing climber suddenly and she has like a bunch of cool hot strong girlfriends they all go climbing together it's so cool Chelsea if you want to go cl- rock climbing I love rock climbing do you I, really? like Can I like go? never go what? Wait, Sarah. I, I'll go. go. I want to go. Can we all go? Let's go. Yeah, I, let's I all think go. I'm going to be like incredibly bad. Like, but like, yeah, we'll okay. go like a rock climbing gym where they have like yeah. different. I've never, I, I haven't been to one to like that. as an adult, but it's so fun. I had a rock climbing party when I was a kid. And that's probably <laughs> the last time that I have rock climbed. No, I was going to say to Sarah, like, wait, if you haven't done it as an adult, did, were you rock climbing as a kid? It was a fad. I feel like it was really. A fad. I definitely went to more than one party. Yeah, it was a thing. We did not have that on the East Coast. <laughs> it's California. <laughs> Let's go rock climbing. But also, yeah. Chelsea, we remember when we went rock climbing in that cave with our improv team? Oh yes, that, that was wild. Cool. Where did you find a cave? El Scorpion Park, <laughs> kind of by okay. the valley or something. <laughs> kind of by the valley. Should we go <laughs> there? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I That's actually cool. tried to at my friend's wedding. It was at like a YMCA camp. So we stayed there for the weekend and they had a one day where it was like the activities day and there was archery and um zip lining and what? sorry Chelsea trauma. Um yeah. and rock, <laughs> rock climbing and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll do the rock climbing." Like I used to do that when I was a kid. It was so 
fucking hard. I couldn't move. Oh I like tr- couldn't even get up past the first step. Like it was, it was humiliating. Yeah. Actually, it was really <laughs> sad. I I felt really um, embarrassed. That's what you I have so much, like, like so much and upper grip. body strength. So much like, strength. No, but I would love to wow. practice. Alex, yeah, we can go to an easy one. Yeah, you climbed El Capitan without Field any trip. gear <laughs> in three hours and forty five minutes. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a really free solo. <laughs> this is not a free yeah. solo podcast, I know, but <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's about on our be. Patreon. Yeah, on our <laughs> Patreon, we can do a whole free solo podcast. Wow. So you're really good at making friends. I so still think it takes a lot of work, though. Like yeah. I remember being, yeah, like early days DC. You have to like go follow up with that person that you're like check they do like to hike and then like yeah everyone's feeling each other out <laughs> but everyone's doing it and it's okay and like I remember talking to someone and they were like yeah you just have to like kind of stalk people and then like beat their friend and then if they want to then it's working <laughs> and yeah. I feel like that's really true when you're in a new place you really have to follow up. And then when you do finally get together, it's like such a miracle. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't believe we actually did it. Yeah. <laughs> so how has friendship been for you in quarantine? Harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, I feel like I've been trying to write mail to my friends in quarantine. And both because like, it's nice to have a non-screen based activity and also then sometimes you get mail back which is like one of the most exciting things that can happen to you in quarantine in my opinion um or in my experience so far and yeah so I've I've been trying to do that and that's been like a nice a nice way because sometimes like it's it feels hard to respond to texts or call people find the right time to both talk on the phone and stuff so at least you can let people know you're thinking about them. Do you have like a system? Like, do you have like a bunch of cards and like nice pens and like cute things to put it? Cause I just feel like I do want to be like that, but I'm not like disciplined enough to like, there's this one person who I, I love writing emails back and forth or um, letters. What is it called? Mm. Um, an email that you send in, a, in the mail. <laughs> it's called envelopes. an envelope letter an envelope mail. Um, and I, I love it when I finally sit down and like allow myself to do it. I'm like, this is great. And then I get something back from him and I'm like, I love this. This is awesome. But then in between when I'm like, okay, it's my turn. I'm like, I just like procrastinate and I just feel like, okay, I got to find a card and I got to find the right pen. And then I got to take it to, I don't know. It just feels like a lot of steps. Do you have like a whole setup or a way that, or like a system of any kind? I definitely don't feel like I have a system, Mm -hmm. but I did go on a big adventure to like Michael's and buy just like plain cards that like you could just if you were feeling artsy like draw something or like put a stamp on it or whatever um so so I don't have to like go out and find one I think Mm -hmm. that was very helpful and then I have stamps at home and not a bunch of pens Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I definitely that's don't something. do it like on a schedule or like, <laughs> I also feel the pressure of returning. I have two unresponded to pieces of mail at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to remember though. Like when I haven't heard back from him, I'm not like sitting there going like, Oh my God, he hasn't written me a letter. You know what I mean? No. I about it at all until I get one. So yeah. I have to remember that it's probably the same thing for him. Yeah. It's just like a fun surprise. Yeah. Whenever, you, whenever it happens. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, so Christine, it's completely additive. There's nothing Christina bad about sent, it. sent me some mail and it made me really happy. Cute. And Natasha sent me some mail and it made me really happy. Because <laughs> I also had a fun little pin. <laughs> yeah. It's good when you can stuff other stuff in there too, I think. Yeah. 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 I found these fig pins. So I sent them to Christine Aww. and Aaliyah and Savannah. Perfect. That's so cute. In my backpack now. I didn't tell you that yet. <laughs> it looks like this. Wow. Love it. Very slightly That's vaginal, which I love too. <laughs> my birthday's coming up in seven months. Your birthday's <laughs> coming up like next week. I was going to say, <laughs> we can't leave this podcast without early birthday for Natasha. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I feel loved. <laughs> um, Okay. Well, I think it's a good, it's a good moment to wrap up. Uh, so thanks so much, Christine, for coming on and it was so good to see your face and I want to talk to you more offline, off the zoom, <laughs> uh, just cause we haven't caught up in a bit. I, I would honestly, I would, I would go to Tustin for you. So don't, wow. Yeah, I would do it. So maybe I'll come. I hope that happens. <laughs> Get a Toyota while you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a new car. Um, but thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter at the Nosh Podcast. You can send us an email, thenoshpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, please send us a friendship Yori uh, in any of those mediums and leave us a review if you like what you hear. Uh, five stars would be preferred and a nice note. Uh, but until next time, see you guys in the group chat. You can always count on me and I can count on you. Good times, bad times in between. But friends will see me through. Say hello to your friends. The Nosh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Cause you know that your friends are